Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Park Report Podcast interview. This is Roy. Before we get started with today's episode, just a reminder, subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or our podcast networks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and other places where they are available. And uh, make sure you keep up to date on all the news, interviews, reviews, and more on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on progreport.com. Lots of new reviews out lately. And uh, we're getting close towards the end of the year uh, where we start to put together our best of uh, the year lists. And uh, we'll be putting out one of those uh, in the middle of December at some point. So keep an eye out for that. But one album that uh, has a good chance of being on there is from my next guest, uh, Michael Wilton, guitarist for Queensryche. They have a new album coming out on October 7th called Digital Noise Alliance. I had a chance to speak with Michael about the new album. Here's my interview. Check it out. Good to see you, man. You know, the last time we spoke, actually, you wouldn't remember this, but it was uh, eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... I was looking because I know I had interviewed you before, and I I, mean, I, flies. I can't believe I've been doing this for more than eight years, which is yeah. already crazy. Uh, well, have you been, man? How's everything going? Everything's going good, you know, just uh, very busy as per usual, and uh, but uh, everything's going really good for Queensryche. Yeah, I mean, the the resurgence of the band going on a few years now is is really been awesome to see and. I mean, look, I've, I'll say I, I'm a huge fan and have been a huge fan for 30 some odd years at this point. I mean, going mm-hmm. back a ways and I'm just so happy that you guys are still around, still kicking ass. And I want to talk about the new record, sure. uh, Digital Noise Alliance, which comes out October 7th. Um, I, you know, the, well, the last time I spoke to you, you had put out the, the self-titled album, I think, with Todd singing mm-hmm. and three since then, every everyone has been great. I th- Personally, I think this is the best one, at least with Todd, and maybe that you've done in a really long time. I mean, everything about it, every song is kick-ass, the the production, the whole thing. You have to be excited about getting this out at this point after the pandemic and everything. What's your what's your yeah, take and, and feeling and on it? Yeah, and you know, it's you're you're not the only one to say that. I mean, of you know, all the interviews I've been doing, I mean, everybody's kind of really connecting with uh, Digital Noise Alliance. And, you know, I think that uh, the way we recorded it is is something that is different than the last three. Hmm. And I think it's connecting with people uh, more. Um, you know, this was recorded uh, spontaneously on the spot in a room with all the guys. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. Cause that doesn't you know, happen so anymore. It's, so it's, that, yeah. It's kind of a, a throwback to the early eighties when we used to be in a room and everybody would be there showing everybody their ideas, their guitar riffs, their lyrics, yeah. their drum part, everything. And this is kind of uh, a sense like that, you know, the, the past albums, it was all about emailing songs. Right. And, you know, it's like, okay, you got to connect in your internet, you know, your internet mail, you got to connect that the song. Sometimes it's too big, right? It doesn't, they won't let you email it. And then you email it. And then you don't know when the other guy got your email. And you don't know when he's going to listen to your idea, and then to respond on it. 
Sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a month. Right. Right. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. And so technology is cool in that sense. You know, we don't have to be in a room, but it's slower and it's not, you know, as conducive and effective as, you know, improvising and seeing, you know, what's thrown at the canvas and what sticks and what doesn't stick. Basically, you know, I would come into the studio with an idea in my head. And I and our producer Zeus, I'd say, Zeus, hit the record button, I got an idea. So I'd start recording a riff. And in the studio, we had an electronic drum kit. So Casey Grillo was there. And all the guys were there. But he was, you know, Zeus would say, Okay, Casey, put a drum beat to this riff. And then, you know, we build on that idea until, you know, another idea would would come up and then we'd start the next one. So you'd, you'd be, you know, cataloging maybe four or five ideas a day. Right. Versus, you know, emailing somebody and not sure if they're going to get it. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing like that. I mean, even completely sort of different, but I can relate it to what we do with the podcast and stuff because we like to try and come up with some different ideas and I have a, a team of people that we work with mm -hmm. and the, the best way we find to come up with ideas we can't be in the same room always but at least if we're all on a call talking about it and you, you're bouncing off ideas off each other and it sparks something right out exactly you, know, you can't do that in an email no you can't and it's 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 like uh you know think tank sessions and everybody's got their a game right they're, they want to, you know, throw their ideas that would best help to build a song. Yeah. And it's happening, you know, at that time and moment, not, you know, a month later. And it's uh, for that, I think, you know, the energy in the songwriting is very organic and it's very improvised. And I think, you know, people are going to connect to that. They're going to hear that. They're going to hear elements of the past uh, in the guitar area, you know, because, I mean, let's face it, I, I'm there from the beginning. My roots are there. I respect our roots and the past. And, you know, I will spawn and seep, you know, guitar riffs that people translate to Queensryche music. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, for the people that, kind of are ingrained in the legacy albums of the past. I mean, they may, you know, hear that in, in this album. And, um, you know, and there's, a, there's a lot that, that goes into that, but it's, you know, generally, I think um, just the spontaneity people are going to grasp to. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I think separates you guys also is that you've continued to make music. I mean, that that's also, you know, bands have been around like you guys have for a long time. Some altogether stopped making albums because they say, you know, what's the point? Or some maybe take 10, 15 years between records. Mm -hmm. You guys have constantly been making records every two, three years or so. What keeps that drive for you guys to, to still want to create? Well, you know, you, you have adverse conditions in the music industry right now, you know, and it's, it's, constantly evolving and you know the pandemic kind of decimated the industry for a while and and you know i think it's to keep your you know business going 
I mean, this is the other side of the industry that people don't really hear about is all the business dealings and, and, you know, how, uh, how can you make ends meet? You know, are, are we just uh, touring or being paid to travel and play for free? You know, are we, uh, um, you know, so I think there's, there's just that drive that, uh, that we have. And um, let's face it, we have an amazing loyal fan base and you know in this this day and age i mean they're hungry for entertainment and they're hungry to go out and support music so i think you know for us there's there's you know the business side we got to make it work for everybody but also um the the way that you promote your your music is touring so you got to figure it out you did a, a tour recently with uh, was it with the Scorpions or or now you're with Judas Priest or recently was with Judas Priest? Yeah, we were recently uh, out of the pandemic. We were fortunate enough to uh, jump on the the Judas Priest tour, and now they've asked us back in uh, October. We're, we got an eight week tour with uh, Judas Priest as well. Oh, that's cool. Is that North America still? Yeah, it's North America. Um, I believe they're they're finishing their obligations, uh, and uh, so yeah, we're we're happy to to be along for that. I I mean we we work together great, and you know I was listening to Judas Priest when I was a teenager. <laughs> you know it's 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 a great uh, it's a great feeling to to be around those guys. Uh, one of the things you know doing this get it's very fortunate to be to get music in advance to get to listen to it you know for for things like doing this interview and stuff and i i had the uh the album and i just put it on on my headphones while i was doing some work around the house and just sort of kind of take it all in while i'm doing some Mm -hmm. stuff and the song forest came on and i honestly like for a minute i thought it was a different album like a different band came on or something i was because it sounded so unique for you know for the sound of the band and Todd sounds so amazing on it and it's like it's one of my favorite songs on the record talk about putting that song together a little bit because I was like this isn't the same album it just sort of was like it stuck out so amazingly well I thought it was awesome yeah Forrest was uh just an easy riff that I had that was laying around um it's a very simple song. I think there's five chords in the song. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was probably the last song that we worked on. And it was something that, uh, you know, I had all the parts and we just kind of had to uh, build it. And this is, you know, everybody was, was in the studio and, you know, Todd came up with, uh, the theme for it and the ideas and you know it we wanted it to be a song that instantly connects with people and i i I think it i think it does and um and the subject matter to touch people yeah you know and from that premise it was you know todd maybe you shouldn't scream in this uh song let's Let's show people your vocal range. Let's show you, let's show them your 
your lower register, your regular voice. Yeah, that's probably what sounded so so different, you know, in the middle of the record. But it really gave me that those old school kind of like silent lucidity vibe, you know, that that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And it was it's a tremendous song. Yeah, I mean, we we built it. We added uh, a mellotron to it and um, some slide guitar and just really simple melodies and harmonies and it's just such a powerful powerful song for such and the a, video is great too yeah i mean we wanted to represent it in that way and um the guy that does our videos you know did a great job um the other song that stuck out to me from the beginning which i always like this when you uh click with a song and then the band it puts it out as a single which is which is uh behind the walls which was another one that stood out for me right away like very old school you know sounded like reach for order or something um and i think that's what you're talking about that there's a signature guitar that that you're known for on there talk about that track a little bit yeah i mean behind the walls was one of the first songs that that we put down and as it evolved you know we kept embellishing it and one of the last things that was uh added to that song was at the end uh, mike stone and i wrote uh you know a kick-ass double solo that um you know that that made it on there and uh it's it's very reminiscent you know riff oriented you know like uh like the rage for order it's it's got some you know tiny progressive elements in it and mm -hmm. uh um, but yeah, I mean, that, that song is, is something that, uh, when we first put out the video, I mean, it immediately, you know, hit with people and connected with people. So we're, yeah. we're really, you know, psyched that that that's making that big of an impact. And it's, um, you know, now, now that the, that the recording has been done a while and we listen to it, that's definitely a song we want to try and recreate live. Yeah. I was so. Gonna, so that's another one of my questions. Um, when you write this material from album to album, you know, you you have so many songs that you know you have to play, right? All, all these the classic hits and, and fan favorites and whatever. When you're doing new songs, is there a goal to try and come up with something that you know will work live also? You want, do you, you want to play something new? Um, some songs you know you'll never play live probably you'll never get a chance to right so how do you balance that knowing which ones that you know you want to work on that might be uh able to make it to the live set yeah i think you know it's 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 a constant ordeal you know picking <laughs> which songs we're gonna play live i mean Queensryche has a chinese menu of of songs and um i think a lot of uh uh our ideas on on set lists is just like Hey, this is new. It's exciting. Let's let's try and integrate these songs into some of the you know the staple songs that uh, from the legacy albums that everybody wants to hear. And I I think it's just a matter of, of working them in the set and and see how they work, you know, and see how the fans react and you know there's see how they flow. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun putting these. Uh, integrating these new songs into the set list. Yeah, I hope to hear some of them. Um, you know, Todd now has been in the band, is it 10 years or just 10 years, just yeah. about? 
Uh, man, he, I mean, talk about finding him and, and that working out so well over 10 years. He, he's just been an amazing addition to the band. Yeah, it's mind blowing how that worked out. You know, it was definitely fate was there. And, um, you know, it's it's just been a, a great building block. Um, writing with Todd and he's he's a team player. He's a great singer. He's also a great drummer. Yeah. Um, and he knows the Queensryche sound. He knows, you know, he doesn't write lyrics about, you know, fast cars, hot women and, and drinking alcohol, you know, right. so he's, he's, uh, you know, a team player. And, you know, with each album, I think it's, you know, we're growing as musicians um, together. And it's, uh, it's, I think it's, it shows on this album. What are what are some of your favorite tracks to play live from, from the from the catalog any at any period? Are there some that that you're always happy to play more than others? Um, you know, on one tour we we played uh, title track "Condition Human," which mm. is like an eight or nine Great minute song. song. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a go to. That was a, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's different songs that we've put into the set. Um, you know, Light Years is fun to play. Uh, um, you know, there, there's just so many, you know, and it's, uh, I think, you know, now that uh, we're in this day and age of, of discovering music on YouTube, you know, we've put out or we've filmed seven videos so far for this album. Really? And so with with each video release you know we're getting the response and and those are uh really surprising uh factors and and you know when you when you see people's comments goes i want to hear this live i want to see this live you know and it's it's um uh, something that you know we just got to see how it works it would be cool if if you could even do it at just one show, just play the whole record, you know, it's <laughs> just, that would be awesome. And just record it or something. Um, you know, do you, as a, as a guitarist has been playing for so long, just curious if you practice still all the time, How, what's your regimen for, for keeping your, your guitar in shape? Uh, I, you know, I try and pick up the guitar every day if possible. Um, you know, as you get older, you got to, stretch more you got you know can't let your fingers get soft <laughs> you know, right like, um so yeah it, it's important to to play every day and even if it's you know only for like 10 minutes you know it's just just to connect with the guitar and um you know it's 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 when you're not really thinking about it these ideas pop in your head and you start realize you're playing a cool riff and it's like quick where's where's the computer or where's the video or where's the audio recorder let's let's right. uh let's archive this before i forget it you know oh i should tell you that a, a good friend of mine has uh he recently just got uh the whole uh rage forwarder cover tattooed on his forearm and uh, that's awesome it's incredible it's like <laughs> super detailed bright red like the whole thing it's just really killer yeah i mean you know that that album made such an impact for us. And, you know, to, to this day, it's a lot of fans favorite album just because it was at that time. So 
you know, pushing the envelope and, and experimental compared to, the you know, previous I, it's album. funny when I listened to it back then, I, I definitely liked it, but I didn't get how it ahead of its time. It sort of was, but when you listen to it now, it sounds totally current. Like to me, it sounds like a record that could have been made now. Which yeah. I and that's, you know, um, that translates when we play songs from rage for order live. I mean, it's a, they instantly grab people, you know, and they, they, they love hearing songs from that album. Yeah. Well, man, it's, it's great talking to you. I, I, you've given me and my friends and people I know just years and years of just great music. I grew up on those records. I love those records so much and uh, love the new one. So I'm really happy that you guys put out something so great and congrats. Well, thank you. And, you know, we appreciate your support and, uh, um, you know, spreading the word and, and uh, you know, supporting live music as well. You know, so, uh, you know, we're we're a machine. We're just rolling on and awesome. on and on. <laughs> All right, man. Keep keep it going. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right, buddy. Bye. Thanks to Michael for the interview. The new album, Digital Noise Alliance, comes out on October 7th. We're going to close with a bit of the single Behind the Walls. Thanks. See you soon.